Hello, I'm Kate Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop. The Daily Dollop podcast is proudly brought to you by The Capital Chemist, Australia's premium community pharmacy where loyalty matters. On this episode of The Daily Dollop, I'm going to chat to pharmacist Karen Campbell from The Capital Chemist all about how to choose a probiotic supplement that's right for you. Here's the final part. Hi, Karen. Thanks for being on the show. Hi, thanks for having me. I did a research summary with an intern a couple of months ago on the link between diet and mental health. And there's, you know, a number of sort of theories put forward around, you know, oxidative stress and inflammation and and then the gut brain axis being another one. And it just, it's just so, it's just so amazing. I remember actually being at a conference a few years ago and they had a researcher showing the I can't even remember the exact thing she was studying in the gut because it was so complicated. And I remember thinking, I'm like, wow, this lady knows so much. And But it was the link between the gut health and the calcium deposition in bones. So gut health and osteoporosis. And I was just like, oh my gosh, my mind is blowing here. So it's pretty cool stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, there are so many examples like that. There there is actually a, a um, probiotic out now that is specific for osteoporosis as well as certain strains that they've identified yeah, cool. um, that help with strengthening the bone. It's pretty interesting just the complexity of all of that oh, stuff, yeah. you know, and and certainly, you know, we can see that just overall diet quality, you know, so getting in those yeah. Good quality foods and obviously reducing our intake of those ultra processed foods is going to be a really good thing. And then give that bacteria something to feed on and then they produce some good things that help our gut. It's super interesting. I'd love to um, have more time to look into that stuff like in more detail. But back to the, the, the probiotic supplements, is it safe for children to take them? Absolutely, yes. Mm. There's a, a lot of studies. It's it's always hard with children, uh, you know, and in pregnancy and that kind of thing to to do the studies. But absolutely, there are many products out there that are specifically made for children. Mm. Um, there's one powder that I recommend that we can even use in um, premature babies as well. So it is definitely important. Um, Especially, you know, we do find that children get prescribed antibiotics and things like that. And, and you know, some studies have shown that it can take two, three, four years for children or, you know, even adults gut to get, get back to normal um, gut bacteria levels after having some antibiotics. So, right. you know, sometimes when we're seeing children that, that, that um, do have, for whatever, you know, reason that are needing their antibiotics, it's really important to be trying to replenish um, the, the natural gut bacteria as well. So yeah. we've got some great formulations uh, for the children that have got a, a few different strains in there. You know, we were talking before about children with eczema and things like that. It, it, it's quite dominant in Canberra and it's um, the rhamnosus strain that I was talking about. The mother can actually take that in the last trimester of pregnancy. They can take that rhamnosus strain as well. Mm. Atopy is um, quite genetic as well. It can pass down through families. So 
you often find parents that have eczema or hay fever or asthma allergy, it does pass through to the children. So the mother having that rhamnosis strain in the last trimester can be really great at passing through that immunity to the children. And then, as I said, you can certainly take probiotics for children, you know, starting from when they're, you know, basically if they're premature and on from there. So, mm. and it's really important for children's immunity. You know, we often get um, parents that come in and they're thinking they had like a multi or something like that, a multivitamin for children because they're a bit concerned about their immunity or when they're starting um, preschool or kindy or something like that. And of course, you know, when you go to kindy, they seem to bring home all the bugs and all the germs and things like that. So <laughs> it can be really great for parents to, to put their child on a probiotic um, before they start at, at kindy to get that immune system built up for sure. Now, do you have to be careful about interactions if you're taking other supplements or medications or is it pretty pretty safe? On the whole, on the whole because it is something that is naturally in our gut, Mm. Um, we don't find that there are too many um, interactions with them. Sometimes, um, like I was talking about the Saccharomyces strain before, we don't want to go in too hard with that. We you know some people think, oh, yeah, I'll take more. It's going to be better for me. But like I was saying before, it dislodges that sort of bad um, bacteria in the gut. And sometimes people that have got a lot of dysbiosis, if they go in a little bit too hard, it can actually give them a little bit of diarrhea, which is mm. sort of the opposite of what we want. So we do back that off a little bit. And the only other one is obviously if you're taking it with an antibiotic, we need to separate out the dose. But when we're taking the, the lactobacilli or the bifidobacterium strains, we need to separate it usually by at least two hours. Otherwise, the, the antibiotic does tend to obviously kill off the, the probiotic yeah, right, so of separating it out. Yeah. <laughs> the, S, the SB, because it's a yeast-based one, that's fine to take with antibiotics. So we often use that mm. because it works really well for thrush being yeast-based. It's a beneficial yeast, so it actually sort of kicks out the candida that can tend to overgrow when we're taking an antibiotic. So okay. um, the, F, the Saccharomyces is actually fine with the antibiotics, but anything that's lactobacilli or bifidobacterium-based definitely should be separated out. Yeah. Yeah, right. So this comes back to my Thoughts right at the beginning when I was like, I was really inconsistent with taking my probiotic because I just I'm forget. sure you're not the only one to be inconsistent with taking <laughs> any medication at is all. It? We see it a lot. Yeah. Well, is there yeah. problems with that? Are they less effective? Like is there sort of, you know, like is it better to take it every second day and it's just consistency or does it have to be every yeah. day to be effective? Like is there sort of some recommendations sure. around that? Um, yeah, obviously in an ideal world, taking it consistently would be really good. Mm. But if you do forget at any stage, there's no problem at all. Um, just start taking it again the next day and take it, you know, whenever you can to remember and it will certainly, you know, increase the, the bacteria levels that are in your stomach. So yeah. like I said, I'm sure you're not alone there, but it's not, <laughs> you know, it's not like a, an antibiotic that if you take it one day and then the you know, the bad bugs come back and then you take it the next day, you're not mm. going to get on top of the infection. With this one here, you know, having it at any stage is better than not having it at all. Okay. So, yep. you know, I often say to people, try and, um, you know, with some of them, the ones that are, you know, kept in the fridge, obviously the original technology, most of them were kept in the fridge and there's plenty that aren't kept in the fridge nowadays, which are just as effective and yeah. the technology behind them is really good. But even the ones that, are kept in the fridge are usually fine out of the fridge for a certain amount of time. 
Right. So I often say to people, you know, because most of them are a month supply or something like that. Yeah. And so long as they're not being kept in the hot car at 40 degrees kind of thing, mm. um, keep it on the kitchen bench, you know, keep it there in front of you. Because if it's in the fridge, that's one of the hardest things is people kind of go, oh, it's in the fridge. I kind of forgot all about it. So, <laughs> yes. Um, but, you know, you're not seeing it. So keep it there in front of you um, is probably one of the easiest ways to try and remember it, whether it's um, not right next to the kettle because we don't want it to heat up and, and die off. But, <laughs> you know, somewhere near the, the um, coffee machine or something like that, it's always a good idea to help you to remember it for sure. Yeah. So would you recommend against um – say if you missed a day, then having like two the next day or just go back to having the one a day? No, you could definitely um, bump up your dose the next day. That's no problem at all. Okay. Um, it probably, it would depend on what you were using it for. Mm. Um, it, you know, if it was post-antibiotic or something, certainly, you know, doubling your dose up wouldn't hurt because you're getting a little bit extra in there. Mm. But, you know, if you were just taking it sort of for a maintenance kind of thing, Yes. You know, doubling your dose as a one-off probably won't make too much difference. Yeah. There is, you know, some of the companies out there, some of them say we don't want, you know, really broad spectrum and really high doses. We don't need that sort of thing. Mm. Um, other companies say, yep, yeah, we like to have the high doses in there. So, yeah, the jury's kind of out between the different companies as to the dosing and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, really, whether you know, it, it would not do you any harm for sure to take a double dose the next day. But if you're doing it as a maintenance kind of thing, I would just take your normal dose, you know, continue on as normal. Yeah, okay. And do you have any um, tips? Because I do like to end um, these chats with like a practical take-home thing that the listeners can do because sometimes it's all well and good to talk about things, but unless we can do them consistently, do you have any tips or habits or routines that you can suggest for all remembering to take it every day? As I said, I think probably just keeping it in a spot that you will see it mm. because if it's in the fridge, you're not going to think about it. We're all so busy and, you know, especially if we've got children or something like that and the mornings are so busy trying to, to get up and out of the house. Some people could keep it next to their toothbrush, hopefully if they brush their teeth each morning yeah. um, or definitely... You know, next next to that coffee pot where people like, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll be looking at each day. I think is probably a really good idea. Yeah, that, that's my best bet. Just have it there in front of you. If mm. you you know, if you wear glasses and need to put your glasses on, maybe keep it next to where your glasses are or something like that. Or we'll uh, keep your glasses yeah, in yeah. the fridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, it's a bit like when you, you know, when you buy milk or something when yes. you're at work and you have to go to the supermarket and buy milk and you put it in the fridge at work put your car keys in the fridge at yeah. work as well, then you can't get home without taking the milk home. So <laughs> same kind of thing, I think, for it sure. It is a good tip. <laughs> I've definitely used that one before for sure. Yeah. I like to always <laughs> suggest with my clients because we do very habit-based approach to, to, you know, changing food habits and eating habits and is this idea of habit stacking. So if you've got yeah. something that you do every single day, no matter what happens, it's kind of tack your your new habit onto that one. So it's sort of yeah. like, you know, if there's if you have coffee every day, like you said, have the supplements yeah. near there or coffee um, and probiotic. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Or if absolutely. you're really consistent with breakfast, it just added into that mix. Actually, I've yeah, got another thought on that because you can take yep. it as a, a capsule, yep. or you have mentioned powders. 
as well. Absolutely. Is yeah. there any difference yep. in the effectiveness of them? No, no, they're oh, fine, okay. either one. And some people you can actually, you know, open up the capsule if it's a specific strain that you like or something like that. You can open up the capsule um, and tip it into your smoothie or something like that if that's what you have. Mm. Um, you know, for children, if they're, they're having a bottle, we um, you can put it in the bottle, you can sprinkle it onto the food or something right. like that as well. So, no, they're, they're all very good formulations and actually – the one that I was telling you about that is um, the, the fairly new formulation to help it get passed through the, the acidity of the stomach. A lot mm. of those are actually powders as well, the microencapsulation. So right. um, encapsulation, yeah, um, it, it goes through to the stomach. So, so that means that yeah, the powders are fine. They don't need that capsule to survive. No, no, that's right. So, yeah, and, and with most medicines, you know, the capsule is designed to actually – um, dissolve off the end pretty quickly. Like if you ever drop a capsule in water, mm. you'll see that the end parts are what dissolves the most, the most quickly. So, and that usually happens in that stomach environment. So, right. if something's trying to get through to the intestine, it's usually more tablet or some other kind of coating to to slow down. So, yes. um, yeah, whether it's powder or or tablet, uh, sorry, or capsule is is fine. And like I said, the capsules often we can we can open up and sprinkle onto food, or certainly have it in your morning smoothie or something like that. With all the other the other goodness that you have in your smoothie, would be fine. Yeah. The, the only thing we say to people, especially if it's for children, having a a bottle, don't heat it up because they're alive; they will die off if you're heating right. it up in the microwave or something like that. So don't you sprinkle can put it, it in your porridge. <laughs> Um, well, you can put it in your porridge afterwards. It doesn't matter that it's a little bit warm as long as it's not super hot. But we okay. say to people, put your bottle in the microwave yeah. to heat it up, then put the probiotic <laughs> in because it's, yeah, it will die off otherwise. Yes. So being a little alive thing doesn't like being cooked in the microwave for sure. Yeah, don't want to um, radiate the poor little suckers in the microwave. No, exactly. <laughs> That's right. They'll all die off and then you're back to square one for sure. So, oh, I love yeah. it. Well, I've yeah. learned so much today, Karen. Thank you so much for great. coming on the show. Appreciate Excellent. picking Thanks your brain. Been great. Yeah, it's great to chat about it. Yeah, so like I said, something that is uh, certainly it's been around for a little while now and it's just going from strength to strength, just seeing the, the new technology that comes out, the different strains that are being studied. So definitely I always have a chat to your, your pharmacist or your naturopath about the specific strain that is right for you. So or whatever you're looking for, for that gut health for. So, yeah. Great. Awesome. So I'm going to finish off the show saying, guys, it's important that you don't self-diagnose anything. So if you have any concerns about your gut health or anything else, please chat to your GP and talk about any concerns you might have with medication, supplements, potential allergies or food intolerance so that you can rule out anything serious. Otherwise, definitely chat to your local pharmacist about the right products for you. And of course, checking in with a qualified dietitian to ensure that you're getting the best possible advice for your food choices otherwise thanks guys for checking out the daily dollop today we'll see you next time a big thank you to the capital chemist and the daily dollop in crowd for their continued support of our show we couldn't do this without them make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode and if you love what you're hearing please leave us a review